You're listening to God's Plan Is Now with your hosts, Russ and Michaela. Good morning, everybody, and a happy Monday to you. This is God's Plan Is Now, and you're listening to Russ and Michaela. Whoop, whoop. Oh, I tell you what, this is a feeling that nobody likes to come back to is Mondays. It's like you go ahead and work all week long, five days stretch, get two days off, and it goes by so fast. And then you're here on Monday morning again. So, <laughs> but I hope you all had a great weekend. Um, how was your weekend, Miss Michaela? It was very eventful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound like you had a good weekend then. Yes, it was a very, very good weekend. Well, that's good. That's very good. good. Hopefully you got to spend it with some family. Yes, lots and lots of family. Well, that's Glorious. good. That's good. We uh, we celebrated my wife's birthday this past weekend. She turned, oh, that's she, right. yeah, she turned thirty. I'm not gonna say it. So <laughs> I was about to say you might get she, a phone she, call from yeah, her. Yeah, I'll probably say, get a phone call from her in a minute. Me? Yep, she'll be calling. She'll be listening to this episode and be like, "Did you were about to expose my age?" I'm like, "No, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I do a better job at that, so I can keep her age a secret, like they can keep." Uh, Flash is secret identity a secret. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we had a good weekend. Uh, spent it with the family on Saturday. Uh, sadly, my son went back to his mom's house this past Friday night. So that's always uh, a, a tough time, but it's one that I try to stay busy. So I kept her busy. We went shopping and took her to all her favorite places, Bath and Body Works, and all the other cool stuff that she Ooh, likes to go to. Yes. yes. Oh, and oh my gosh, they have a candle there that you have got to go smell. It is called Intense Coffee. And it smells like Starbucks. As soon as you open coffee. it, it smells like Starbucks coffee place. It sure does. I bought one oh, and no. we lit it up that night and it smelled like we had Starbucks in our apartment. It was so nice. I enjoyed every bit of it. It was awesome. So. But I'm not looking forward to today. I actually got to go to the doctor's office today to get some blood work done. Um, as you know, my sugar was giving me some issues two weeks ago, but thankfully I got my sugar under control. So this is just my normal routine follow-up to make sure everything is good to go. So definitely keep me in your prayers for that as well too, please. Because I do believe that the blood sugar has been under control. Now, if everything else can just look good to go on paperwork, then the doctors will give me the seal of approval and I won't need to have them modify the medication anymore so I'm super happy about it. so everybody please pray if y'all don't mind for me I'd really appreciate it but uh, as soon as we finish this podcast I'll be heading right over to the doctor's office so I gotta get a shot and that's not my favorite moment I don't like shots but you gotta do what you gotta do so mm-hmm. but, uh, but enough about me and my uh, my, my conditions. Um, I'm so happy about this episode of God's Plan is Now. We have a special guest who's going to be with us in a little bit. Uh, her name is Natalie Tapa. Uh, she will be with Tepa. us during Tapa. See, I did it again. I've been practicing all weekend long, and I said Tapa. It's Tapa. <laughs> Natalie Tapa. By the time she gets on here, I will either A, be able to pronounce her name correctly, or B, convince her that it's Tapa. One of those two. It is Tapa. See, it even worked. I said it right, I said it right that time. Tapa, <laughs> So, but she'll be with us during our lesson today. Um, and again, like we said on Friday's episode, um, Michaela and I, we just loved hearing her ministry and her message that she had. And it truly touched mm-hmm. our soul and it touched our hearts. And uh, we cannot wait to have her come on a little bit later. So super, super excited. I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's time for Ask Us, the segment where you guys get to go to askfm.com and look for askfm forward slash askfm.com forward slash gpin238. And we actually have some three questions that were asked to us. And I'm going to go over each question. Now, of course, these are done by Mr. and Mrs. Anonymous. I don't know who actually submitted the questions. Some of them are pretty cool, and some of them are actually uh, quite interesting. So the first question was, who's the worst on your volleyball team? Well, Mr. and Mrs. Anonymous, I don't play volleyball, so unfortunately I don't have a worst. I don't know if Michaela plays, though. Volleyball? Volleyball. Do you know what volleyball is? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I. It threw me off. Still waking it, up. It, no, it's okay. It, um, it threw me off too when I read it this morning. I'm like, I don't have a volleyball team. If I did, it probably would be me if I had to guess because I, I stink at volleyball. Me too, because I have no sports gene in my uh, in my veins. I can I can um shoot a three pointer in basketball. I can't jump though, because you know. You know why I can't jump, but anyway. So, um, but yeah, no. It says mm-hmm. who's the worst on your volleyball team? It would probably be me if I played volleyball. So I'll just answer that question, me. So that was our first question. Our second question by a Mister and Mrs. Anonymous actually is a very good question. It says, "Where do the happiest people live?" Well, I say near family and friends is what I say because you can't be happy without having your family and friends live close by. Uh, like in the world, or are we speaking philosophical? I, I, I'm sorry. You know what? I took the question more personal. I looked at like me, if I was me the happiest too. person. That's kind of how I took it. Because, I mean, that's kind of vague. Because, I mean, the happiest person, I mean, if I was the happiest person where I would choose to live at would be like near a pond where it's stocked with fish. And I can fish there for free every single day. That would be my happiest spot. But I don't know if there's that place exists either. So that's why I just kind of went more like near friends and family. I think, yeah, I was about to say, I think the happiest place to live is with people that, you know, care about you and love you. Yeah. No matter where in the world it is. I mean, if you're surrounded by positivity, that's basically home. Yep. That's where you can relax and be yourself. Knowing you're not going to get judged by anyone else. I, I'm sorry to go off with the soft. No, no. I mean... If they really did want to know where the most happiest place, I mean, most people would say Hawaii or yeah. getaway place. Cuba, you know, Aruba, uh, places where they could go and yeah. live in exotic places. But even there, when you live there, you know, my mom and dad visited Hawaii a while back for their vacation. And they mm-hmm. said it was nice for a vacation, but they, they couldn't they couldn't live there. Uh, one, it's too expensive, obviously, but I, th- I guess that's why being at the happiest place that you live, if it's like you said, uh, um, uh, what's the word where it's monotone value-wise? It's possessional. In other words, it's not. You could live in a place, like I said, fishing and all that stuff. After a while, it, it would no longer be happy. It'd be the norm. So, but I, was, I like that. The philosophical way of answering that question. Uh, next question from Mr. and Mrs. Anonymous is, if he's our savior, why, did, why he didn't save me? Oh, very good question. Uh, well, at first, I would mm-hmm. assume when they say savior, they are talking about God. Um, Lord our God, of course. Um, I'll tell you my thought on what this question might be. Um, now mind you, I don't know the situation of the story behind the person who's dealing with this. So keep in mind that without knowing the specifics, again, this is just a vague answer. Um, you know, God gives every one of us a choice on things we do in our life. He's not going to force us to do things that we don't want to do. Uh, for example, in my situation, I was in a situation with a person, 
uh, where I wanted to be with that person for a relationship. They didn't want to. God's not going to force them to be with me in a relationship. Now, I don't look at God and say, God, you know, this is your fault because God does not control our life. If he did, I mean, it wouldn't be much of a life if he told us what to do and how to live it. And I think I've mentioned that in previous podcasts. So I am going to probably say by answering it this way that he gives you an opportunity to learn more about him. You just have to use the tools and the knowledge that's in the Bible to learn more about him so that you understand that he can save you if you use those tools to your advantage. And I hope I'm making sense that maybe Michaela can try to go a little bit better on that question than I did. Oh, no, you're, you're completely right, Ross. Um, now, that's a very double-edged question. Yes, thank you. That's a good answer. And um, I'm trying to... Um, I guess put myself in where this person asked that question. I'm assuming that either you were not exposed to this or you were and it didn't happen. Um, so I'm sorry, I'm trying to be, think in what you, this person asked the question because I don't know exactly it's if kind of a very open question. Been, yeah, if something has happened to them, or they're currently going through something, or um, something in that likeness. And one, um, Job 23, 8-9 says, If I go to the east, God is not there. If I go to the west, I do not see him. When he is at work in the north, I catch no sight of him. When he turns to the south, I cannot see him. Mm. Um, even Job, a righteous man, felt that God wasn't there when he needed him most. And um, what we have to remember is that if we're, if we're going this far to say that he's the savior, and that means we're going to go into that mindset that he's the savior. Yeah. When God established mankind on earth or if you don't want to believe that but either way when if we're going the route of him being savior then that sure. means we're going the route of him being the creator of everything and domini. so uh yes exactly so if he create he wanted to create human beings not as robots mm -hmm. and the issue being with humans having free will were able to choose to do the right thing or the wrong thing mm -hmm. so if we choose the right thing an impact is positive if we choose to do the negative thing impact negative yep as you can see if someone dirties water the whole water is now dirty so if someone makes a decision that affects you negatively it's not god it's them god mm -hmm. gave them gave us free will now if you're gonna say along the lines of well if god's all powerful why can't he stop it 
God is all powerful, but He's not going to stop it because that goes against free will. It goes against that His goes word. Against, exactly, and it goes yeah. against His word. And God does not go against His own word, no matter what it is. It might be a rough pill to swallow, but He doesn't go against it. So it's not that He didn't want to save you because. Um, the Bible says, Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I'm sorry if you weren't exposed to that name, but the Bible says it doesn't matter if you are saved or not. If you call upon his name, Jesus, you will be saved. Yeah. But I'm assuming from the question, um, you weren't exposed to it or maybe you were exposed i'm it's a very yeah. open-ended question it, it is because to... it could it could mean like you know that you were given a chance to be saved and then you're making you think maybe god didn't save you um and it could have been maybe you just didn't understand the process i mean there's a lot of things so i guess what we could do for our mr and mrs anonymous whoever this person is if you want to maybe email us at gpen 238 at gmail.com or go back on there and ask another question in more specific detail about that part where you're saying, why didn't he save me? Because I do believe that the Bible even says that, you know, God wants all of his children to be saved. He wants all of us to make it to heaven. That's his ultimate goal. He wants us to all be saved. So I don't believe he turns away people um, who are wanting to be saved. Like he doesn't say, I'm sorry, you know, your time is up, Russ. You can't be saved no more. Goodbye. I don't believe that's our God because there's no scripture to back the, back that information up. So, um yeah, I would definitely just, uh, if you could just re-ask that question one more time, we'll gladly give you the answer for that because that's a very good question. And I'm pretty sure it's a question that a lot of people probably go through in life because they may think that, you know, God didn't save them. God's not helping them. And kind of goes back to basically what we were talking about last week where God's not going to force you to do something you don't want to do. You know, so mm -hmm. um, don't, um, if we didn't answer your question specifically, please don't get upset or, you know, feel disappointed or let down just re-ask that question again for us and we would gladly go back and look at it again and talk about it on the next segment as well um and for anybody else if you have any more questions about god's plan is now or about anything related to the bible or god uh, then check out ask.fm forward slash g10238 for any questions you may have and you can ask anonymously those are some good questions Mm -hmm. Well, it's time for our fun fact for the day. So as you all know, we have to do different segments and things like that. And we always do fun fact for the day, which comes up with some pretty interesting uh, information. Um, this one's actually pretty simple. It's not really that grand of info, but I still think it's kind of cool. Christopher Walken, the famous actor, apparently was a lion tamer before becoming a famous actor. Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool, though, if he started his first acting career with MGM? He might have told him, hey, you know, it would look really cool if you had a lion roaring on the logo. <laughs> oh uh, I'm sorry. I had to stretch. I was the far stretch. So interesting fun fact for the day. Woohoo. So I found something really interesting over the weekend. Uh, it's actually a Bible quiz. So I'm going to be putting Michaela on the spot here, like I always oh, do. Gosh. And I'm going to ask her 20 Bible questions. All right. So. First question, who was the first Christian martyr? Was it Abel, Peter, or Stephen? That is a hard question. <laughs> I want to say Abel, but All right. Abel. Okay, the answer is actually Stephen. He was stoned for his belief in Christ. The story of his death is found in Acts 7. 
So funny. (laughs) You'll make it up on the next one. You'll make it up on the next one. It's rigged. (laughs) That's rigged. Okay. All right. Well, you'll get another chance in the next question. There were two men who never died in the Bible. Elijah was one. Who was the other? Moses, Isaiah, or Enoch? Enoch. And you're correct. Hebrews 11.5 tells us that Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had taken him. Good job. See, I told you to pick up the next one. That first one was just, you know, we'll we'll consider that first one practice. Ooh, this is a good one. so rigged. This is a good one. How old was Jesus when the three wise men visited him? Was he a newborn, one-year-old, or two years old? One. One. Let's see. Ah, sorry. The answer is two, two years old. Yes. Oh, While most nativity scenes show the wise man with the Egypt. baby Jesus oh. in the manger, scholars believe that their journey wow. to Jesus took them around I'm two not years. Drinking enough tea. So then, why is it? Then why is it that they have a baby and that little thing? Shouldn't they have Jesus at two years old when the wise men are there? That's you know just Let's not a correct not answer. That one. Yeah, we're going to move forward on this question. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we'll, we'll leave it these questions here on the jamesriver.org if y'all want to go and play it's the James mm-hmm. River Church so um, the next question of course is where was Jesus born Samaria Nazareth or Bethlehem I'll give you a hint there's a Christmas song after it Bethlehem no you don't need to give me <laughs> I was hoping there was a little bit of a delay there. I was about to say, is there a microphone issue here? Because you were pausing. I'm thinking, I thought she knew this. And I was playing. Matthew 2 and 1 tells us that Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the days of Herod the king. A little town of Bethlehem. (laughs) Ooh, this is a good one. Samson used a donkey's jawbone to kill how many men? A thousand, a hundred, or five hundred? Five hundred. Oh, wow, it's a 1,000. In Judges 15, we were told Samson found a fresh oh jawbone gosh. of a donkey and put out his hand and took it with him and struck a 1,000 men. They're supposed to be making a movie, actually, about Samson, too. Uh, I was watching the previews on My I think it Bible was... teacher would slap me. <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening to this episode this morning. <laughs> I live um, with him. Oh, that's even bad. That's even worse. Than <laughs> you'll be practicing uh-huh. when you get off the air here. We'll be like, Michaela, we got to have a dog. <laughs> Next question. The, the phrase God never uh, gives you more than you can handle shows up where in scripture? Oh, and I use that one a lot. Psalms, nowhere, or Proverbs? That is a very good question. I don't think nowhere. I know the answer. I'm thinking nowhere too. And it is correct. While this phrase sounds similar to 1 Corinthians 10, 13, God will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. It isn't actually found in the Bible. So, and I use that phrase a lot. Oh my gosh. I need to rephrase it now. Let's see. New Testament was originally written in which language? And I'm going to actually go and answer some of these questions with Michaela, so it's kind of fun. So the New Testament was originally written in which language? Latin, Hebrew, or Greek? I'm going Greek. I'm about to say Greek. All right, we're going to go with Greek. And we're correct. Yep, the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew. And New Testament was Greek. I I know that answer because we took a Bible course about three weeks ago at church, so I better know that answer. My pastor will be mad mm-hmm, if I don't because he's the one that taught the lesson. He'll be like, what were you doing on Facebook, not listening to the sermon? I'm like, no, no, I was listening. So, ooh, this is going to be a tough one. How many times do the phrases fear not or do not fear show up in the Bible? Well, I'm going to assume it's King James Excuse Version. Me? Yeah, I know. It's got to be King James Version if they're referencing it. There's 365, 96, or 127. I'm going to say 365 because I'm going to assume that God wants us to not fear him daily. And there's 365 days in the year. So, 
that's my logic I'm gonna go with. You tell me what you think. Uh, what was the second one? Uh, 96 or 127. I'm gonna go with 127. All right, so I'm gonna click on 365 since I think that's the answer, and I got it right. So it's actually 365 oh, times the variations of the phrase "fear not goodness. appears." See, that's a perfect Bible study right there. We're not supposed to fear God daily, but no, man, that's perfect. You don't fear God for 365 but, yeah, days. No, that's, that's, that's a good thing. I'll tell you, that's a topic for a Bible study right there in itself. Oh, this is my favorite one. How many books are there in the Old Testament? I'm going to say that there are, it's 3741 or 39. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it's, well, it's only got 3741 or 39. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, 37, I think 37 is what I was thinking or 39. So we're going to go 37. Oh, we should have gone with our good instinct. 39. I got it mixed my up. Brain. It's okay. It's too early in the morning for these questions. Have another cup I of coffee. Know. Oh, this is an easy one. Uh, Who cut Samson's hair? Delilah, a servant, or Samson? Delilah. Delilah. We got it wrong. It was what? a servant. The story of Samson and Delilah is found in Judges 16. Even though it was Delilah's idea to cut Samson's hair, she had a male servant oh. shave Samson. Boy, this is bad. I hope nobody listens to this yeah, episode this morning. Bad. Oh, they're all going to listen. They're going to see how we quacked up. We're going to just, uh, let's see if we, both, if we both agree to plead the fifth, we'll be okay. Unfortunately, we got to. Would you like to edit this part? <laughs> How many brothers did Jesus have? Four, two, or six? Oh, how many brothers did Jesus have? Four, two, or six? Uh, I actually don't know. I'm going to say two because I can't imagine there being that many brothers. Because James is one. I'm going with two. Okay. I'm probably wrong though, but don't go with two because I went with two though. Oh, four: James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. Good night. We are oh, terrible in these questions. I'm wishing the yeah. internet would just shut down right now and I won't be able to continue because this is bad. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick up my Bible. Hey, you, know what? you know what? Hey, it's a learning experience. Yes, that's right. That's right. I agree with you. I agree with you, you too. You fail and mess up, that means we're, that all, we're all right in God's eyes. Right. That's right. That's right. What is the oldest written book of the Bible? Uh, Isaiah, Job, or Genesis? I'm going to say Job. Yes, Job. Because Job. I know I learned this originally. Yep, I was right. Because even though, although Genesis is the first book in the Bible, most scholars believe that the book of Job was written at first in the 6th century BCE. We, had, My wife and I actually read a chronological order of the Bible in the order that it was written, and Job was first. And it threw me off to thinking, hold on, how is Job? But then it made sense how they did it the way they did it. So... Moving on. God gave manna to the Israelites while they were in the desert. What does the word manna mean? What is it God provides or angel bread? Angel bread? No, actually it means what is it? The Greek word manna literally means what is it? This is what the Israelites asked about the bread in Exodus 16, 9 through 15. And I don't want to see our score. They are. What is the last word in the Bible? (laughs) Amen, Jesus, or Christ? I'm going to say Amen. Because <laughs> the book of Revelations is the last one in the Bible. And I want to say that he says, he says, amen, which means to say it's continuous, but it means I'm that everything. Christ. Christ, okay. Amen. I was right. Ah, I love These this. Are Here we go. The <laughs> oldest man on record, Methuselah, lived to be how old? 826, 969, or 900 years. 
826 is sticking out for some reason, but I think 900 is my backup answer. I'm going to say 900. Let's go with 900. 969. We were both wrong. Wow. Oh. 969. Okay. You got the hundreds right. Yeah, you're right. What is the only book of the Bible that does not contain the word God? Song of Solomon, Esther, or Ruth? Ooh. Well, Song of Solomon is actually a poetry. What is the only book of the Bible that does not contain the word God? I'm going to go with Song of Solomon because Song of Solomon was a poetry yes, book. Because, yeah. It was a more poetry book. And it's Esther. We have really got to go back and reread this. Esther is the only book of the Bible that does not contain the word God. I'm afraid to get the answers here. Manasseh. Manasseh was the longest reigning king in the Bible. How long did he reign? 25 years, 40 years, or 55 years? I have no idea. I've, I've not looked up Manasseh in a long time ago. See. All right, 55. You were right, 55 years. That's all right. Okay. You were right. Some all right. Knowledge. How many books are there in the Bible? 71, 66, or 73? I want to say that there's 66. You're right. All right. Why do that? I know, right? Which woman is mentioned most in scripture? Sarah, Rachel, or Mary? I want to say Sarah. Let's try Sarah. Sarah is right. Well, these are questions that are really detailed. What is the shortest book of the Bible? Second John, Titus, or Philemon? I think, isn't it Titus? Second John's pretty short, too, though. I think Second John's only got two chapters in it. Yeah. Okay. And we're right. Second John. See, we're, we're making ourselves, we're redeeming ourselves here. Yes. Oh, wow. Well done. We got 11 out of 20 correct. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's move on out of this area. Let's get. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my gosh, this is not good. So, yeah. Okay, we'll be back right after this. Well, 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 that was a very embarrassing thing there, Michaela. Remind me next time to not do the Bible quiz like that. No, because you know what people need to know. Yeah, that's true. 11 out of 20, though. That's not good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back later on, and I'm going to see if I can take that test again and learn it. Because that, that's going to drive me crazy, not ending on a good score. And if you want to go and take the Bible quiz yourself, it's on jamesriver.org. And I just typed in Bible quiz, and they have a cool 20-question Bible quiz there. So... Uh, definitely will uh, it will definitely test you if you think you know everything about the Bible. So, uh, uh-huh. of course, I just realized I probably could use this podcast to actually cheat. So don't do that. God's watching. <gasps> so yeah, don't do that. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have said that. All right, moving on. Uh, we have a special <laughs> guest uh, speaker with us today. A wonderful lady Yay. who Michaela and I were so lucky to meet and she has just been a blessing in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually met her through another one of my projects that we're working on too as well. And uh, I just, when we listened to her talk and we listened to her ministry, her message that she, she felt God bring into her life, I told Michaela, I said, I want to get her on the podcast. Let's talk to her. She was super, super excited about it. So uh, yes, uh, we have Natalie Tepaw. Did I do it right? You did. Hi. Uh, I did it right. See, I told you I did it right by this time, Michaela. I only threw about 25 times in practicing, so. 
Natalie, we are so excited to have you on God's Planet now, and uh, what a wonderful privilege it is to be able to to get with you through technology as it is, because uh, I'm actually in North America, Georgia, and uh, Michaela is actually in uh, Canada. So uh, it's really cool to think that Natalie, you're actually from New Zealand, right? Or Netherlands? That's right. Oh, I was right. New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. I didn't get that right the first time. <laughs> Whew, I am bad, bad with that. So, but um, but yes. Yeah, so oh, uh, it is awesome to have uh, Natalie with us as well too, and uh, I am super excited to to have her come on the show. Me and Michaela, uh, just love your voice. She's got a wonderful voice. Um, and it's very talented. And I'm not going to say much more because I'm afraid if I do, I'm going to spill the beans. So I'm going to let Natalie just <laughs> basically have the floor right now and just tell us exactly what your ministry is and how God's using you right now uh, to fulfill your his ministry for you. Right. Okay. So, hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, I am from New Zealand. I am a singer-songwriter based in Auckland. And I am... A yeah, singer, songwriter, voice actress. I love voice acting. Um, but also, one thing that is quite interesting about me is that I am actually legally blind. So, God's been really showing His hand in my life in terms of being a blind musician and being able to get out there and live my dream and do what I want to do and prove to people and show people that, you know quote-unquote disability doesn't have to be a barrier to living your dreams and living what you want to do and yeah just being able to go out and sing and speak out my story and my messages through my songs give the world a glimpse through sightless eyes and showing them you know that sometimes you can actually see more than <laughs> more than just in the physical you know it's, it's really interesting to show what um yeah what God's done in my life and just looking back on it now I've, I've realized that he's given me Sure, he hasn't given me much in terms of physical vision, but I've got so much spiritual vision and just seeing and being able to discern and, and speak through my music has been amazing. That is so, really yeah. awesome. And, and, and it's amazing when, um, when you think about stuff and to actually have uh, to lose your sight and then yet to come in it with the attitude that you have, but to actually go right. about life the way you've been going through it and... Uh, and, and, and everything that's happened, it's just, to me, it's a very amazing. And, and Natalie's story is awesome. And we uh, actually have some questions we're going to ask her uh, really quick. And we're mm -hmm. going to do that right after this. Welcome back, folks. We are listening to Russ and Michaela on God's Plan is now with our special guest, Natalie Tepa. Hi. How I say ta da. I was doing it the other day. I was saying it wrong the first start of the segment. And then I said, well, as long as I say it this way, I, by the time I get to when Natalie's on, I'll have her saying it that way. And Michaela's like, you just said it right. I'm like, well, there we go. So now I can say it right. <laughs> Uh, well, we do have some questions that we want to ask for Michaela that we feel like that me and both uh, questions for Natalie that me and Michaela <laughs> feel like we're fans would want to know a little bit about her is what age did you actually start to sing or when age did you actually start singing? Right. Um, I've pretty much been singing all my life. My music, my family is very musical. So I've just kind of grown up with music and yeah, sung 
all my life, pretty much. That's awesome. That's that's great. I I, uh, I actually got into singing when I was in high school, and uh, I know I, I don't do nowhere near as justice as you do in any shape <laughs> or form. But yeah, that's pretty cool to be able to say you've been singing your whole life. That's truly a gift that God has blessed you with. Mm, so mm. this may be a little bit harder to ask you, but if you could try to remember, since you've been singing your whole life, do you remember what your first song was that you sang? I mean, there were a lot of songs, but I think the first one that I remember mum always telling me, the first song I ever sang all the way through word for word, um, and this was the first time that she's like, oh, she could actually be quite a good singer, was um, I always grew up watching Disney and loving Disney movies and the Disney princesses in, in particular, and I loved their voices. And so the first song I ever sang all the way through was part of your world from the little mermaid with oh. the voice and the accent and everything just like yeah yeah <laughs> i was super particular about trying to imitate the voice and you know now i've just kind of grown up like adding my own little spins and learning what my own voice sounds like and but yeah disney i think was my first yeah. <laughs> real so i think one of the questions that <laughs> she mentioned and you, you know of course you were being legally blind and you've been blind your whole life you said as well too I know a lot of people, uh, to me, I find it fascinating when someone plays any kind of instrument just out of the norm for them. I mean, I've seen guys play the piano so fluently that it's just, to me, it's like, I don't even know how to begin how they do it. And their their vision's normal. So, I mean, right. but now you write your own music. So I guess the question is that to write music, and I don't know if a lot of people know this when you sing, you actually have to know the notes and stuff like that. So how do you write songs with notes and stuff like that to go along with it, with your, your visually impaired uh, issues. Right. So I think for me, it's mainly just about hearing the notes. Oh, wow. okay. um, when I was, when I was little, I learned kind of what each note sounds like and where it's positioned on the key, on the keyboard. Oh my and gosh. cause I was learning piano. So I just, I, I guess I just had to figure out what sound comes where. And I, I found out that I had, perfect pitch in the end just being able to listen to a note and kind of know what one it is but also i go by the yeah positioning of the keys. of the keys that's and... amazing because see i memorized the keyboard <laughs> for certain songs but i never memorized mm -hmm. it for the notes so that is even more fascinating i mean i can remember which keys i have to hit and i memorized that but to, right. to to go based off the pitch and all that stuff that's just that is amazing well you also answered our last our next question when we asked do you have the keyboard memorized so you do memorize the keyboard so that is awesome now i do have another question this will be our last question for this segment and uh mm -hmm. naturally of course i'll be sure to have natalie uh put all her information on our facebook page if she can so that they can yes. reach out to you if they're interested in purchasing your album because i do know that there may be a new album coming out soon can you say or no or yes yeah i i don't know when it's going to be out i'm still working on that i've got a few more songs to record okay. but i'm hoping to do probably a minimum 11 song album Ooh. um maybe 14 15 depending on uh what we what we decide on okay um but yeah it's going to be really cool mix of kind of <laughs> singer songwriter to pop to r&b like there's a whole lot of different styles in oh, there, wow. which is pretty awesome can't wait to show you to show it to you guys. So if you yeah, if you search up, maybe we can work out. We uh, we could possibly maybe play one of the songs on if we get your permission, right? <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure. I already can hear it right now. So I'm like, because <laughs> I mean, I I I was telling Natalie when she sent me one of her songs that she was singing uh, when I was writing uh, for one of my stories. I was writing and she's like, so what do you think of the song? I'm like I had been listening to it on repeat the whole time. She's like, oh really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it drove me crazy because it's like it's a song I can't get out of my head because it's like, it's it's perfect. So I'm, 
I know that everybody's gonna love it. So, uh, where and now where? Um, so now you have a YouTube channel, right? Or where would you prefer people to go to, to get information from you? So I think yeah, Facebook and YouTube would definitely be my places. Natalie Tapar Music on Facebook, and just Natalie Tapar on YouTube. We can link it yeah. um, on Facebook. Yeah. Just maybe tag me in the podcast, and then you can like people can reach out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'd love to hear from you if you if you've listened to the podcast and you want to reach out, just send me a message saying I heard you on God's Planners now, and I'd love to connect with you. And um, if you have any more questions, whether it's about music or blindness or whatever it is, like I'd love to. I'd love to communicate. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'll tell you one thing I have to admit, though, too, is that uh, your spirit is very contagious. It's very uh, uh, <laughs> refreshing because it's just I mean, I, I, I listen to your voice now and I know a lot of people think, you know, she's got a beautiful voice and she does. But when you hear her sing, it's like you could just I don't know. You just put away everything behind you and you close your eyes and it's like you're just soaring on wings like angels. So it's like <laughs> it's just awesome. So but uh but that that is all for this segment that we're able to do, Miss Natalie, and we greatly appreciate you coming here for us and staying up late for us as well too. I know it's really late there where you are, it's early here, Monday no. morning. Yeah. Well, Natalie, listen, we thank you so much for being on the show. We look forward to having you come back when that album releases and cannot wait to see what happens with you and uh, and where God takes you in your ministry. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. No problem, Natalie. Michaela and Russ will be back right after this. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of G-Pen Podcast. Going to push that really hard. G-Pen Podcast. Not God's Planet now, but G-Pen. So that was a lot of fun. I, I tell you what, just talking to Natalie it just gets mm-hmm. me all fired up inside. And just I cannot wait till we can get one of her musics on the air and actually probably be the first song we get played on God's Planet now. So that'll be awesome, too. So I'm super excited. Well, we hope you guys have a great Monday. We thank y'all so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Uh, I do have some good news. I did not mention it at the beginning. And I am so sorry for this, folks, because I'm still getting super excited about it. But we got picked up by some pretty important podcast stations over the weekend. Uh, We have now we're on Apple Podcast. We're on Google Podcast. We're on Breaker, CastBox, Radio Public, and Spotify. So we have got a total of one, two, three four, five, six, seven, eight, nine podcast stations, Michaela, who've picked up God's Plan is Now. So you guys can actually go to our website at anchor.fm forward slash gpen, and you can see all of the the podcast stations that we have, and you can subscribe to either one you prefer, and they all have apps, which is even cool, too, so you can actually go on and favorite us on the apps Mm -hmm. you like, and you can never miss out on your favorite episodes of God's Plan is Now. So I am super excited about that. Don't forget to go to ask.fm forward slash gpen238 and submit your questions, great questions, uh, to Mr. and Mrs. Anonymous that you know those questions that you've asked. Please ask us the question again if we didn't answer that question correctly, uh, and we'll be glad to answer your questions. Also, if you forget, don't like us or to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash gpen238. My tongue's tied this morning again. And then, of course, you can also email us at gpen238 at gmail.com. So from Russ and Michaela, y'all have a great Monday, guys and ladies.